All right, let's do it. Let's get it started. Thank you for joining Spazzing Out. A little bit earlier than I normally um, do the podcast, but podcast doesn't have a time anymore. It just, it happens Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, sometime in the afternoon. I, I don't know exactly when, but sometime in the afternoon. Now, when I do it, I'm, I'm also doing a live stream. So I'm on Facebook Live and I'm on TikTok Live, but my TikTok seems to always get messed up. Now, TikTok, I get banned all the time. Anytime we're doing the podcast, TikTok kicks me off, and I'm not exactly sure why. I don't know if it's for offensive language, or maybe they don't like my point of view. Maybe they like Twitter, and they don't appreciate my conservative point of view on everything that I like to talk about. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. Go to anthonypaziali.com, or just go anywhere where you like to listen to a podcast, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, any of those places or any other place, and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't subscribed yet. I'd appreciate it. Also, if you just listen on the podcast, you can come and join us live when I record it on Facebook and on TikTok. Now, I'm looking at a software, a couple of them, I'm doing some research, where I can actually live stream to multiple platforms by just using one tablet cost me a couple bucks a month, you know, not much, like 19 bucks. But I think I'm going to do it. I just want to figure out which one I want to use. And this way, I'll be able to be on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, Instagram just added Instagram Reels, which is quite like TikTok. So I'll be making all sorts of Reels on my Instagram now because I absolutely love TikTok. And I like the stuff that you can do. And now I'm going to do it on Instagram as well. Instead of just copying stuff from uh, TikTok and putting on Instagram, I'll just make stuff on Instagram. So hopefully the live stream, we could do it everywhere. Okay. Uh, followers, um, wise, we're almost up to 2000. We're not, we're not quite there yet. I actually didn't check today. Last time I checked was somewhere around, uh, 18, uh, 1800. So we're almost up to 2000, um, across all platforms. It grows steadily day by day. We get one or two new more, uh, listeners, one or two more, n- new more, uh, followers, it's growing. It's a grind. Just like any business. Any any business, when you first start, you don't have a lot of customers. And you have to grow your fan base just like you have to grow your customers. And I'm in it for the long haul. And we'll get it figured out. Some stuff that I want to talk about today. I, I got to talk about this, about Peloton. So I, I'm going to get to that. That's going to be the first thing we talk about. Talk about Peloton and a double standard that lives in every man's life. Okay. Um, and some spilt milk about taking the cover off of something, you know, like off the, take the cover off a of peanut butter, take the cover off of ice cream, take, uh, open the whole thing of cream cheese. We're going to get, it drives me bonkers that people don't do it. Washington's football team, they put out their, their logo. I want to talk about that. Uh, some moron, uh, proposed to his chick, but burnt the house down. I want to cover that. I thought it would be funny. Well, maybe not funny. I guess it's a serious conversation um, to talk about an article I read. I, I read an, an an article about this lady, Sarah Altman. Alterman is her name. She wrote a book called um, "Let's Never Talk About It Again." It's her memoir. I'll probably read the book when it when it comes out if it's not out already. It's a memoir of her life growing up and about how her parents didn't talk about sex or just didn't talk about those things that were were difficult to talk to their kids about. And as she's growing up, 
she happened to find a bunch of uh, pornographic books that her dad wrote. Her dad wrote a bunch of books. But anyways, I'm going to read the, I'd like to read the book, but I really wanted to talk about it. It's like, you know, do, do you, do you guys talk about sex with your kids? When is it time to talk about sex with your kids? Um, you know, and how do you bring it up? I have a 12 year old son that we, we kind of talk about it, but we don't really talk about it. I have a five-year-old daughter, dude. I'm never talking to my five-year-old daughter about it. I'm never, ever, 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 ever talking to my daughter about it. So I want to get into that. Michelle Obama, I want to talk about her, but not a rip on Michelle Obama. She, she claims that she has low-grade depression, and I want to talk about that. There's probably going to be a, someone actually said that, I was going to say the snowflakes are going to be pissed, but someone uh, put it pretty funny to me today. They said a snowstorm is going to come after I, after I talk about this, and for sure, all the snowflakes are going to come out. It's going to be clear and out of whiteout conditions because people are going to be upset because I, I'm going to rip on, on, on a certain group of people when, that, when they have depression, I don't care. I don't want to hear about it. So that would be the rich. We'll get into it, but that would be the rich. Like, I don't want to hear from the rich. Like, bro, you don't know depression. So Peloton. If you don't know what Peloton is, it's a ridiculously overpriced exercise bike that comes with a TV screen. You hook up to your Wi-Fi and you can watch previously recorded workouts or you can join a live workout. Right now, I personally, I'm, I'm in the beginner stage. I, I'm working my way up to get better. Um, you know, I haven't worked out in, in years. Now I work out uh, you know, like every other day or at least I, I have for the past four days in a row anyways. And I like this guy, Sam Yo. Pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I better stop working out, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to die of a, of a stroke or a heart attack on one of these shows. It's pretty cool. Now... My uh, my wife, Kaylee, she works out. Uh, I should clarify this. Kaylee and I are, are are not actually married, but I call her my wife because we've been engaged for like ten years. Eventually, we will get married. The reason we're not married is because I don't want to have a big ass wedding. I can't afford one. But anytime she wants, I'm happy to go down to the courthouse, as they say, and get married for 120 bucks. No problem. Until I can afford that big ass wedding that she would like to have. So she is on the Peloton. I just walked in the house and I hear this guy, his name's Cody Riggs or Cody Rigsby. He's one of the instructors. I hear him being like, squeeze, the, this is what I, I don't, I'm not even in the house yet. And I hear, squeeze those titties, squeeze those titties. I'm like, what? what the hell's going on in here? I go in, it's the Peloton instructor talking about squeezing titties. And I'm like, I'm like what? I'm like, this guy's going to get canceled, right? I don't care that he says it. It doesn't bother me. Then I'm looking at him and, and I was like, I'm like, what's he wearing? And Kaylee's like, I know, isn't it great? You could see his cock or his dick or something. She said something like that. And I was like, all right, <laughs> fine. I don't care. Well, I think it's funny, one, that this like Peloton instructor's on there, like talking about squeezing titties and he's got a full on, unless he's got the biggest, uh, uh, you know, prick on the planet and you could, it, he's got the full on tights on, dude, and the thing's massive. Okay. It's weagle big. Steve John Pierre Big, it's it's huge. Um, but I, I was just I, I didn't say anything to Kaylee because I was like, you know what? I'm not in a in a mood for a fight, but I like to call out double standards. And I, I believe there's a double standard on on Peloton. I believe there's a double well, that's not just Peloton. In life, there's a there's a double standard. 
Okay? Uh, if I were watching some... I, I don't watch a girl. I watch a guy. I, I like Sam Yo. He's a dude. But if I... Let's say I was watching one of the female instructors. And she was telling me to grab my D. And she was, you know, like talking sexual to me. And I was like, oh, yeah. I, I love the way her, her boobs look. Or, oh, look at, look at... You know, her yoga pants are so tight. You can see her shit. Um... I'd be a super... Bro, I wouldn't even be able to watch it. Are you kidding me? If if I were watching that instructor, you, you think that the explosion in um in Beirut was bad? That that would be the explosion at my house. She would go off the wall. She would go absolutely bonkers if I... If, if every woman would. There's a double standard for men. If a dude looks at a chick, he's a scumbag. If a dude... I like to do this thing. It's QQ. 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 So there's a good-looking chick, right? Or you want to get a girl's attention? Roll down the window. QQ! QQ! My dad used to say Fox. My father be like, dude, my dad. <laughs> dude yelling Fox out the window. My father, my dad had a, um, my dad had an Astro van, right? Astro vans with, <laughs> he had an Astro van with, um, come on, honey. My dad had an Astro van Without any windows, okay? Dude, it was mad creepy. Um, he had a couple Astro vans. This one happened to be maroon. And it had the, the front windows. It had... <laughs> he yells out, Fox, to this chick. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. I'm in Wuben Center, right, with my dad. I don't know, man. I'm, like, in my early 20s. And we're driving through Ruben Center. And the, all right, so the Astro van is just creepy as hell. It's got the it's got the windshield, it's got the passenger and the driver's side window, no other windows, it got like that sliding door, and it's got um you know, in the back it's got the two back windows. And it's like a it's a terrible ass looking Astro van and we're we're driving through and it's rolled down windows too, dude. It's right? The dude he mad aggressively. So we're driving. It's like summertime. So we're driving and he he aggressively he 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 aggressively rolled the window down. He's like oh, 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 oh. he pumped it down as fast as he could. And then I thought he was gonna break the fucking thing off. He rolls it down. Then he sticks his head out. He's like, Fox! He doesn't say Foxy or sexy. He goes, Fox! Fox! Loud too, dude. The lady looks. And she like, she sped up. Oh man, dude, my father at the time too, right? He didn't, my dad didn't really shave his head. We're all bald, but my father never really shaved his head. Big ass mustache, who had the unibrow, but he had hockey hair, right? <laughs> but he had Gallagher hair. My father, that's what it's like, right? He had Gallagher hair. And um, when he sticks his head out the window and he goes, Fox, Fox. Lady looks and she literally like dots. We were out by like, um, oh my God. It was like by my brother's pizza in Woburn heading towards Woburn Center. Classic. A anyways, um, <laughs> dude, my ribs are starting to hurt from laughing. At, at any rate, we get in trouble for stuff like that. I wouldn't care if Kaylee rolled down the window and was like, QQ, QQ to a dude. I don't care if, if Kaylee says a guy is hot. If she likes a dude or not. Guys in general, you can't say... And they, and they and let me tell you something. They try to get you. You can't say anything, but they try to get you. So you'll be like, you'll be watching a movie. 
And um, I don't I don't know who's like the hottest actress right now. Um, I'm trying to think about it. It's a bro. See how trained I am? I can't even tell you who I think a hot actress is right now because I'm so scared about saying who I think is a hot actress. I might get in trouble. But like if we're watching a, uh, let's say we're watching Aquaman and you got that guy, I don't know what the hell his name is, but the guy who plays Aquaman, my chick digs in. She's like, oh yeah, oh, oh. or Jake, Ch- my chick loves Jake Gyllenhaal, right? She, Jake Gyllenhaal comes up and like, oh, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. If I were to say something about the opposite chick, I'd be, I'd be like, forget it. it, it but then she'll bring it up. They try to set you up. They try to trap you. She's like, they, they absolutely, they try to trap you. What they do is that she'll be like, oh, so who do you think is a hot actress? And you're like, hold on, guys. Honey, what? All right, all right, please, please. That's enough. Go upstairs. That I'll clean it up. Stop playing in it. It's everywhere. I'll clean it up. Enough. Leave it alone, press. Okay. Go upstairs. I have to clean it up now. It's a huge mess. Like my daughter just fucking dumps sparkles all over the floor down here in the basement. And you want to know the problem about sparkles? Here's the problem about sparkles is when you when you get sparkles on you, your girl thinks you went to the strip club. I haven't even left the house. I have not left the house. I I'll, I'll be home all night long. I'm going to clean up the mess. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to tell Kaylee. Say, hey, Kaylee, Presley dumped sparkles on the floor. Then later tonight, because you can't get sparkles off you. Bro, sparkles stay on you. I believe the reason that strippers use sparkles is because they stay on you so that they can, so that when you go home and you show up to your wife, she knows that you were at a strip club because you have sparkles on you. I think that that's why they use them. It should be illegal. Sparkles should be illegal at strip clubs. But anyways, I'm going to clean up a mess that my five-year-old daughter made, sparkles on the floor, and I'm going to get them all over myself while I clean them up. And I, I'm telling you guys, tomorrow, I will say to you, I will be back on the program and I'll say, hey, guess what? I, I had sparkles on me. And guess what Kaylee said? Oh, would you go to a strip club? I, I won't even leave the house for the rest of the night. Not even for the rest of the night. Period. And I will get it. I guarantee you. I, I, I will bet... on it that I will get bitched at for it and it's all because I gotta clean up this mess that's right over here it's ridiculous 100% strip clubs need to ban sparkles if I owned a strip club I would never in a million years let a stripper wear any type of makeup that has sparkles in it or never put sparkles on themselves because they rub off on the dude and it's a setup to get you in trouble. Now, I don't know how the hell we got on strip clubs, but it, it kind of goes in line with the same thing that we're talking about. We're always in trouble. We're always in the doghouse. And now my daughter's going to put me in the doghouse because I have to pick up sparkles. And once I pick them up, they will be all over my fingers. They're going to be all over my face. It's going to be all over my shirt. And I will get, I'll get Hogan face. What's Hogan face? Hogan face. If you guys remember Hulk Hogan back in the day, he'd go, <laughs> and that'd get like all fired up. Well, me and my brothers, when our wives get get pissed off, we call it Hogan face. So I'm going to get Hogan faced, or I like to call it head elf. Hermie doesn't like to make toys. He doesn't like to make toys. I'm going to get Hogan face. I'm going to get head elfed. And I did nothing wrong. Drives me bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Anyways, it's a du- I just listen. Double standard. Women have a double standard. It's okay for them to call and say that a dude is hot. But if you do it, if you say a woman is hot, you're in the doghouse. Period. 
Uh, no matter what. This all came from Peloton. There's a guy, Cody Rigsby or Cody whatever, and he's making sexual comments while during the ride, talking about grabbing your boobs, grabbing your titties, get touch your butt, all that stuff. I don't care. But he's also a pretty good-looking dude, and he has spandex on, and his piece is massive. He's got a damn big-ass piece, and you can see it right while she's riding. My wife comments. She's like, oh, look, at you can see his penis. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. Awesome. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. But if it was around, if it was the other way around, and there was a, a hot chick, Peloton chick, and I was like, oh, look at the way her boobs bounce. Forget it. The Peloton would get launched through the window. And the, the thing would get smashed. We'd all be in trouble. Every single one of us would be in trouble. And I'll be on the podcast the next day talking about how my Peloton got smashed up and scrapped because there was a chick on Peloton. Bro, listen. There doesn't even need to be a picture. Because on Peloton, people could follow you. If a chick on Peloton was like, oh, nice ride, I'd get grilled for that. Oh, no. What does nice ride mean? What does nice ride mean? I'm on the Peloton. I'm I'm, I'm going for a bike ride. That's that's all it means. Oh, yeah. Sure, that's what it means. What does it? Every chick. Every damn woman on the planet does it. They all do it. Doesn't matter what it is. You could be having peanut butter and jelly and do it. Oh, peanut butter and jelly, huh? What does peanut butter and jelly mean? Hmm? You really want to eat some peanut butter off a girl's pussy? That's where it goes. It's crazy like that. Chicks are absolute bonkers. You be eating a banana. She'd be like, oh, banana? Hmm, what do you want to do with that banana? I, I want to eat it. What do you mean what do I want to do? I'm eating it. I'm home. I- I'm eating. I'm eating the banana. Like, like, that's it. I'm not thinking about anything else but eating a banana. I don't want to do anything, uh, whatever you're thinking. I don't want to do it. I, I just want to eat my banana. Like, that's it. So, I just wanted to point out the double standard. The Peloton thing really got me fired up. I was super aggravated that in the middle of the podcast, my daughter spilled. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I, I'll Hold on. I'll show the Facebook peeps what, what she what, what she spilled. She spilt uh, glitter on the floor. See that? Yeah, we're dead. We are in trouble. All right. Let's move on from that. How are we doing time-wise here? All right, about 18 minutes in. Nice. All right, we got through that. Oh, bro, I got more spilt milk. I I have to. I, I can't. There's no way... I, I can let this fly because this is this is like every this this is a, a an epic problem that is aggravating men and if it's not aggravating you then you're a you're a mutant. It's aggravating people worldwide. Take the complete cover off. What do I mean? So you get anything. You know how they they have a, maybe it's called a seal. Okay, you take the cap off of something, say it's the cap of peanut butter and under it, it's got a little seal, right? You what you have to open that. Um, let, let's say you have a, I don't know, milk, uh, some milk still have a, a little seal in them. Anything that has a, 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 a seal or anything that should just be completely opened should be completely opened. Okay, drives me nuts. Just earlier before we did the podcast, my wife, which already drove me nuts, she bought check this out. She she bought avocado chocolate ice cream. Now, I'm not going to lie. It was actually pretty good. It tastes like chocolate ice cream. But 
I, I'm all set, man. I want, I want real ice cream. I don't want some healthy ass ice cream. I want, I'm going to die of a massive heart attack ice cream. At least let me enjoy real ice cream, real chocolate ice cream, not avocado ice cream. That's like $5 a scoop. I want, you know, $2 for a bucket of ice cream, of chocolate that's going to kill me or vanilla that's going to kill me. And I can't tell you how much it pisses me off that they don't take the whole top off. So you take off the top of the ice cream and then it's got that cover seal. And they, they, it's like they, they peel it back enough and then they scoop. Take the whole thing off. I, I, I spent so much. I, I literally, I said it. I, I pulled it out and I'm like, I said, Kaylee, what? I'm like, take the whole cover off. The purpose of it is to keep it so that you know that no one else has touched it. Once you break the seal, it goes away. The whole thing, it gone. Bye. I, I take it, rip it right off. Not just a little bit. You're not just we're like, I don't even know how they're doing it. She like takes just like the top off and, and like sticks the spoon in for like a couple of scrapes. Whole thing needs to go. And, and she does it and her mom does it and they do it with everything, with everything. There's, they do it with peanut butter. If I'm not the first one to get to the peanut butter, they, they, they just pull it just a little bit. The same thing with the fluff. They pull it just a little bit, take it off. The whole thing comes off all of it. It is a seal just so, so you could feel better that nobody has contaminated your food. Now that you've opened it, take the whole fucking thing off. That's it. Gone. They do it with cream cheese. It drives me nuts. They, they, what they do with the cream cheese, they, they I, I don't know, bro, it's, it's weird as hell. They open up just a little bit of the cream cheese. When you get a cream cheese thing, it comes in that tinfoil, bro, bust that whole thing open. Wide open. I want to see the brick. Open the whole thing. Brick of cream cheese. Boom. They open it just a little bit, and then they like they, they take like little nibbles of it, man. Crack that sucker open, take a slice of cream cheese, slap it on something. They do it. Listen, they do it with drinks. They do it. They do it with. They they, they get uh, well, egg whites, right? They do it with egg whites. You you take the cap off the egg white, then you got the little pull trigger, the little pull tab. They pull it a little bit, and they don't even take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Every man in America is drive absolutely bonkers by opening up peanut butter and still have half the seal there. Every guy is driving bonkers when they try to get some ice cream and you haven't thrown away the damn seal. Anything that has a seal on it underneath the cap, once you crack it, take the whole effing thing off. And by the way, the only right thing to do when you are cracking the seal of peanut butter, fluff, ice cream... Oh man, they do it. They they do it with pudding, right? You get those little Jello puddings and they eat it, right, bro? They eat it. With, they they bend the top thing over and they're eating it. And I want to slap it out of their hand. I anybody that's doing it, you got a little, uh, a little Jello or you got a little pudding and you pull the top back and you don't take the whole thing off. I want to knock it out of your hand. I, I take it all off. It, it drives me nuts. You know, same thing with like the fruit cup. You pull back the thing. Take it off. Take the whole thing off. You can't eat it if it's still on there. Drives me bonkers. But now, after you take the tab, if it's pudding, if it's if it's any, you know what? Any type of food, when you take the the top off, if there's food on the other end, unless you're taking out a can good, you don't want to cut your tongue, you lick it. You lick it. You take the, the top off a of hoodsie, you lick it. You take the top, the, the film off of uh, a fluff, you lick it. 
Pudding, you lick it. You get it. Don't throw that away. I'll eat it. Just give it to me. Take it off. Call me. Say, hey, hun. Hun, I opened up the fluff. You want to lick the top of the tap? Yes. Yes, I do. Yup. Why do you even ask? Bring it. <sighs> but it does. It, it, it absolutely drives me bonkers. I don't know why it drives me bonkers, but it just does. It, it's like etiquette. Simple. Don't leave that crap in there for me. Don't get lazy. Pull the whole top off, man, and you got to move on. It's it's crazy, man. Cream cheese foil, take it all the way off, 100%. All right. Let's uh, move on to... All right, so this idiot. I love this. Since we're talking, we're talking about my girl and, and all that stuff and, and women in general. I had a little advice for women. I'm, I wanna, I'm gonna be dad. I like to sometimes play like I'm dad. I'm, a, I'm, I'm dad of America. I'm your father. I need to teach you people the smarts about life. Because people in general, right? People don't like to offend other people. Nobody wants to offend anybody, right? But, but when you don't have the nuts, to, to get out of something, you, you're only hurting yourself. And you should be caring about number one first. I care about me, then everybody else. That's it. I, that's just how I am. Anthony, then everybody else. Me, the, how does this benefit me? How does this not benefit me? And if it doesn't benefit me, I'm out. And if it's going to be a time suck, I'm out. Because I care about me, and I care about my time, and I care about my life and my quality of life. Because it's my life, I have to live it. And I don't want to be miserable on your account. And I don't want to be stuck with some stupid ass on your account. So if you're a stupid ass, I'm going to tell you, you're a stupid ass. And I don't want to beat it. See you later. I do the same thing with people in business. If I don't want to do business with you, I don't care how much money you're paying. I'm out. I don't want to deal with it. There's not enough money in the world for me to deal with a stupid ass. I don't want to deal with it. What am I trying to get to? A girl or a guy, he he set up this elaborate, uh, he, he, he set up this elaborate thing to propose to his wife or to, to his girlfriend. And part of it was candles. There was something like uh, 20 candles that he set up. He, he set them up in her, in her name and he lit the candles. So the candles lit up and they, they said her name. Plus he had balloons and flowers and all this crap. Right? So he sets the whole thing up. Then the dude lights the candles, which, you know, you got to light the candles, bro. I get it. You got to light them. But then he leaves. He lights the candles then he leaves to go pick up his girl. So he's now lit 20 candles on the floor with surrounded by balloons, surrounded by flowers, surrounded by like uh, some weird paper shit. And he leaves to go pick up his fiance because he wanted this all to be set up so when he brought her home he could propose. I don't know, guy. I mean, you know, you're going to have 20 candles lit in your house and you're going to bounce. Probably not the smartest idea. I know growing up, my dad was always like, yeah, we never had candles. What am I talking about, kid? My dad, candles, get out of here. <laughs> but we have one candle. I'll tell you about that. All right, when we get after the story, I'll tell you about the one candle that we had at the Pazzioli household. But I can assure you that my father didn't raise idiots. And no one, no one is, is leaving the house without blowing out a candle. I don't care if, if the thing's all the way down in the glass. No one's doing it, bro, because your house is going to freaking burn down. So... Anyways, the, the idiot leaves, he goes, gets his chick, they're on their way back, and as they're heading back, they're seeing fire, they, uh, fire department, police, everybody's driving by, they're like, oh, what's going on? Uh, uh. They pull up to their apartment, place is in flames, done, toast, dude burnt, burnt the apartment down, forget it, gone, 
dusted it. So now he, he obviously he tells his chick, he's like, you know, I, I was just, I, I set up candles and I, and I <laughs> fucking idiot. The guy, he say, he left the candles burning and he tells her, he said, I was going to propose to you. And I had all this bit nice thing set up for you. And you know, the apartment's gone. You should see the photos of it online. Just, just Google it. This is, so the guy still proposed. So he set the place on fire. He's a moron. This is clear. Uh, this is clear that this dude is a moron. He burnt the building down, right? He burnt the apartment. Then he proposes to her. And she says, yes. I feel like this is one of those moments in life where it's an epiphany. If I'm this girl, if I'm this girl's father, if I'm this girl's friends, I would say, wait a second. You're, you're going to marry this guy? You're going to marry the guy that thinks it's okay to leave 20 lit candles in an apartment surrounded by flammable stuff and leave to go get you without putting them out? You're gonna, this is the guy you want to marry? This is the guy you want to raise your kids? This is the guy that you think is going to take care of you for the rest of your life? No, absolutely not. Never in a million years. If it were my daughter, I would, I, I would in a second, bro, I come right down. I'd be like, bro, you're, you're canceled, bro. Get out of here. See you later. You burn down a house by leaving candles lit so that you can offer my daughter's hand in marriage? Nope, not happening. And the girl needs to bounce through. This is one of those instances where she needs to look and understand that for the rest of her life, she's going to be with a moron. And the guy's not going to get any smarter. That's it. You're a moron and you don't change. He's an idiot. He burnt down your frigging apartment. He thought it was a good idea. Stupid. Now, on the other side, maybe the, maybe the guy's lying. Maybe the guy accidentally burnt. I never thought of it. I just thought of this. But maybe the guy accidentally burnt the apartment down. And he burnt some stuff that, like, was really, that you know, important to her. And he was like, oh, oh, oh. Because guys do this crap all the time, man. You get in big trouble and then you got to do something really big. You know how many dudes have been married because they messed up and were like, oh, the only way I'm going to get out of messing up is by proposing. And then they propose. It's like, you know, a chick walks in on you with strippers. You're like, oh, will you marry me? So hopefully she'll forget about the fact that you were with strippers. Um, but I, I feel like that's a cut and dry sign that you should move on. And people don't want to move on. People and they're like, oh, maybe he'll get better. No, he ain't getting any better. He's an idiot. He burnt down a house by leaving lit candles on the ground. That's like, that's basic. One-on-one. That's right up there with don't touch the hot stove. It's, it's simple. The stove is hot. Don't touch the hot stove. The candles are lit. Don't leave the candles lit when you leave the house. Certainly not around flammable pieces of paper that are surrounded by flowers, balloons, and gifts and things like that. Nope. No. 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 Absolutely not. Moron. This girl needs to move on. So that's my advice to this young lady. If you're listening, or if this can get back to this girl, you know the girl, uh, perchance, who got engaged to this guy, you tell her that dad of America, father of father America, or whatever the hell you want to call me, has advising you not to marry this young man because he is a moron, and you're setting yourself up for misery for the rest of your life. You will be miserable for the rest of your life. You will eventually get divorced, and then you will say... I should have left him when he burnt my apartment to the ground. I should have left him when he left candles, lit 20 of them, on the ground and burnt my apartment down. 
I'll say it again. God, I should have left her, him, when he burnt my apartment down. That was That is what you will hear. When they do a backstory on this, 20 years down the road, down the, literally, her words will be, God, I should have seen the signs that this guy was a mutant, and I should have left him when he burnt my apartment to the ground. Run. Yes, someone just said, run, bitch, run. Absolutely. Get out of there. And dads, all you dads that have daughters, if your daughter encounters such a moron, Get him out of your daughter's life at all cost. All cost. I would much rather have my daughter hate me for the rest of my life than have her marry a moron. Now, you sh- now wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me back that up. You could be a moron backed by money, and I might be okay with it. By that, I mean you got bank statements, and, I- and your parents have money. Not you. Your parents have money, like real money, like Kennedy money, like Bush money. Trump money. You have legit Bill Gates type money. Warren Buffett money. You're marrying into the Walton family. I think that's who the the, the people that own Walmart. That's cool. I'm okay with that because when you realize he's a moron and you bounce out, you're gonna make a couple of mil. They're gonna pay. He's gonna pay you to leave, right? Or maybe he's stupid enough he dies. So if you're gonna be dumb and an idiot and a moron, then you better have loot, family money, not your own money. Family money, the kind of money that you're going to inherit when inherit when you die so that my grandkids can be taken care of. OK, so like like me now, I'm not getting money, money. I got some money from my dad. Wasn't much. Started my company, built that. But I'm on my on my wife's side. That's my retirement plan, bro. Paziali South paid off house down in Florida. Booyah. Booyah. And I'm sure every single day. Kaylee's father's like, man, that guy is a moron. He's probably watching this cast right now and being like, this guy is an idiot. Please, for the love of God, leave this mutant. Leave him. He's begging. He's dying. He's like, get this kid out of here. Why are you with this idiot? Well, that's 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 how I'm going to be with my daughter. But if my daughter's boyfriend has bank, it's going to be cool. All right. Um, Quick time check here. What what else do we... All right, let's talk about Washington football team and we'll move on from that. You know what? I'm calling them the Washington Redskins. I've made that decision that on my program, I refuse to call them the Washington football team, so I'm going to call them the Washington Redskins. Let's talk about the Washington Redskins and they've uh, put out a video of their new team logo. And I got to be honest with you, it's 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 still offensive. It, it's still... The colors are offensive. I, I, I don't think it's sensitive enough. It's... Or generic enough. It's it's literally it's it's just a, uh, a maroon. It's the same maroon color as the Astro van my father drove. Fox, Fox, uh, maroon helmet, yellow face mask, yellow numbers. That's all it is. The whole helmet maroon numbers on the side, and then face mask. Honestly, I I, I don't think they've gone far enough. I think they need to change the team colors to gray. All gray, gray's right in the middle. It's a mix of black and white. No one can get offended. Gray and just call the team, uh, just the team. It's the team. Don't you can't say what sport. Just all right, we're the team and we wear gray. And you check it out. It's it's actually. You know what? You know what? I actually like the helmet, but I'm just a, I'm just aggravated by the snowflakedness. If that's a word, I'm uh, the, the snowflakedness to take the team name away is garbage, but the helmet actually doesn't look bad. 
I like the helmet with just the tw with just the number on it. Check out the video. I posted on my Facebook. Nah, uh, yeah, I did. It's on my Facebook. It's on my TikTok. It's on my Instagram. It's on my Twitter. Um, but I'm just, obviously I'm just kidding. Uh, it's it's stupid. That Washington Redskins should be called the Washington Redskins. So on this program, we'll affectionately call them the Washington Redskins. I like the helmet, the way the, the way they came out with it, but I don't like it in the guys that it's legitimately them trying not to be offensive. But if they put that out there beforehand and they were still the Redskins, I'd be like, this helmet's pretty cool. I think it. I think it's pretty cool. Um. All right, skins gone. Oh, man, I got two topics. I'm gonna fucking... All right, let's talk about Michelle Obama. So this is not a rip on Michelle Obama as much as it is a rip on depression. So listen, I don't know how bad depression is. I'm sure at some point in my life, I've, I've been depressed. But I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I couldn't put my finger on it. And so I'm not ragging on people who have depression. I can tell you this in the Paziali household, you you could there was none of that crap. My father'd be like, oh, oh, oh. My dad would literally be like, oh, what's the matter? So you didn't get anything for your birthday? Oh, they, they forget it. Absolutely not. And if you ever brought up being like, yeah, I think I'm gonna go to a counselor, my father'd be like, what? What? Counselor? What do you want to go to a counselor for? What do you want to put? Like literally. There was, and I'm not saying it's wrong or right, right? I, I, I don't know, and I'm not even trying to be PC. Okay, I have no clue, but I can tell you this: I have no sympathy for rich people that have depression. I just don't. I do not have any sympathy or zero understanding for people who are affluent. Like the way I said that, for people who are affluent, make a lot of money. Right and 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 have a good life, and they want to make it a miserable life. You 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 listen. If you are rich, you have a way better life than ninety nine percent of us, and you have no reason to be depressed, none whatsoever. So stop making up reasons to be depressed and stop killing yourselves. Simple, literally. I can't stand rich people that do drugs and drug themselves to death. I can't stand rich people that cut their wrists, and I can't stand rich people that whine and say they have depression. Michelle Obama was on her podcast, and she's saying that she has low-grade depression. And she jokingly said, oh, it's because of Trump. But the truth is, she talked about it, and that she's like, you know, she feels like she's in a little lull, and she's having low-grade depression. I, I, would, I would just say to Michelle Obama, and anybody that has access to the, the access that she has. Michelle Obama can do anything the hell she wants. There's nothing she can't do. Literally. Nothing she can't do. Whatever she wants to do, they will accept her. Like, like for example, none of us can go to a baseball game right now. If Michelle Obama wanted... And I don't want to because baseball sucks. It's just the first thing I said. Michelle Obama was like, hey, I want to go to a game. They'd be like, great. You want to throw out the first pitch? Done. She want to go to the Bruins game today? They'd be oh, yeah, yeah, great. You want to drop the puck? Done. She gets to do anything she wants... Whenever. Okay? So people like this, they have access that we don't have. Access is important. I know how important access is. I used to have access when I used to be on the radio, and I dismissed how important access was. All the things that I could go to, all the things that I got to be a part of, for the button, for free, and got invited to do stuff. Access is huge. You should never be depressed when you have access. It's ridiculous. Next thing is, 
if you didn't have access at this point, right, you have money, tons of money. You have loads and boatloads of money. So you can do whatever the hell you want. And why is money important? And people who and the people who say, oh, money's not important, those are people who don't have money. And the people who say that money can't buy happiness, they don't know where to shop. Okay? They, they're not going to the right places. When you have money and access, you shouldn't be depressed. You, you might feel depressed. You might get up. You might get up right in the middle of the day and be like, oh, oh or the morning, whatever it is. Oh, I, I'm just not feeling so good about myself. And I, oh, I'm feeling depressed. And then you're going to look in the mirror and be like, oh, wait, I'm not. I'm Michelle Obama. I have nothing to be depressed about. I could go wherever I want. I could buy whatever I want. I could do whatever I want. I have no depression. Done. Simple. There. That's it. Done. As opposed to the, the working class guy or, or the guy that's out busting his nuts. Like... Let's say I get up in the morning, right? I get up and I'm like, oh man, oh, my back hurts, oh, my feet, oh, my neck, my back, oh, oh I'm just, oh, oh, and then I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, all right, Anthony, you got no reason to be depressed. And then, and then I don't got, I go, oh, you got nothing to be depressed about. And then you go, oh, wait, you know, I got to do a clean out at a, at a drug house. There's needles all over the place. Oh man, oh, my day's even worse. And then when I'm done with that, I got to, oh my God, I got to. I got to deal with my kids and then my wife wants to buy stuff and I don't have the money and there are the mortgages due and oh my God, there's billions of reasons for the middle class guy to be crushed. Literally, I swear to God, I'd be, I would have been six feet tall if I wasn't being crushed by the weight of working class, middle class poverty. I'd, I'd have been a freaking giant, but the weight of that load is mad heavy and I'm never depressed, dude. I, I mean, I might be down for the day. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I'm bummed out today. But I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not going to say, oh, I got low. <laughs> you don't relate. You sound like a moron. And I can't deal with that crap. You have no reason to be depressed. I, I'd kill. Kill. You know what people would do? What they would do to be able to be rich and have that kind of money and have that kind of access. And they wouldn't bitch and take it for granted for a second. I can't relate. When rich people say they're going through a tough time. I can't. Now, I could relate if a rich person went bankrupt and they lost all their money and they were living on the street. Then I'd be like, damn, that sucks. That's terrible. That's awful. That would be depressing. Sure, I'd be like, like, damn, you're damn right you got depression, bro. You were worth $300 million and now you got nothing. But when rich people still have money and they still have a good life and they got to do drugs, all I got to do drugs to get by. You don't know what it's like being rich. No, I'd love to try. I, I, bro, I do drugs. If I was rich, I'd, I'd be doing drugs because I'm happy. I'd be like, yeah, I'm rich. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to get fucked up. Woo! Not, oh, oh, I'm rich and you don't understand what it's like to be rich and how difficult it is and... All the responsibilities that come with with having money, it's so tough. Shut up. I don't want to hear that. Literally. And I, I'm one of those people, I, I, I have little sympathy when rich people kill themselves. I, I feel for the family. I feel awful for the family. I always do. I feel bad for the kids and I feel bad for the spouses and, and the family. I do. But I can never ever sit back and feel bad for the person and be like, oh yeah, this guy was tortured. Bullcrap. You weren't tortured. My ass you were tortured. You want torture? Live your whole life being a middle class bum. That's torture. You want torture, bro? You get up every single day, right? You dig ditches all day long or whatever the hell you do because working class dudes work. You sling trash on the back of the truck. You, you t- you're carrying 
you know, you know, shingles to the top of a roof, or you're a bricklayer and you're carrying bricks up a ladder, or maybe you work at sheetrock and you're bringing the sheetrock up, or maybe you work at concrete and you're hauling, you, you drag at concrete all day long. Whatever it is, that's miserable. That's miserable. That is tough. And, and you get paid crap. You get paid next to nothing for it. You bust your balls all day long and you get zero dollars. Just enough to get by. Just enough to live. So nobody that works their ass off, no one that's a middle class guy wants to hear a woman, wants to hear Michelle Obama bitch about how she has low grade depression. No one wants to hear a rich person talk about how tough life is and you don't understand how difficult it is to be rich. No one wants to hear that. If you got a problem and you're so depressed and money's made you so unhappy, I will glad Venmo me that shit. I will gladly take all of it. I will take all your money and all your depression all day long. Give it to me. Give me your loot and I will and and I'll take the depression too. And I'll show you how to handle it. I'll show you how to have a good time with that money and not sitting in your mansion being like, uh <sighs> I just don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why. I'll tell you why. Because you're a bitch. Because you're a bitch. If you just got up and you just went, literally, all you had to do was go like this. You know what? You want to stop feeling bad for yourself? Stop feeling sorry? Mr. Rich, go down to Mass Ave and look at all the homeless people. Right? Go look at them and then be like, yeah, okay, I'm good. I'm good. That's it. That's all you got to do. Go to Mass Ave, right, the, where, where the zombies live. Right? Down on Meth Mile, these people are freaking zombies walking around. They all look like the hunchback of Notre Dame down there. Freaking. You guys go check them out. If you're all depressed and your life is so difficult because you got money and you got fame and you have access, you go down there and then let's see. Let's see how you feel. That's not a rip on people with depression. Okay? Feel bad if someone is, is battling with a mental illness. Who knows? I might have them. <laughs> Some people say I have mental problems. I don't know. I deal with my stuff myself. I, I believe that uh, my, my life or my moods or, or, or just my everyday is like a wheel. Literally. Life is like a wheel or, or your moods are like a wheel. Uh, not a wheel, like a fucking fat ass wheel. A, a wheel. And it, and it turns from happiness to melancholy, from, you know, exaltation to sadness, um, from anger to complacency, from, from whatever, whatever, from love to hate, it just turns from moment to moment. And only you can control it. You can, you know, when the wheel turns, I truly believe this. And, and I, and I do it for myself all the time. I, I can tell when I'm in a rough mood and I turn the wheel, I try to turn the wheel. And if I can't turn the wheel, right. Well, well, then I persist through it. I work through it. I, I say to myself, literally, I'll I, I help you guys out right here. This too will pass. Real simple. This too will pass. I can guarantee you that whatever mood that you are feeling at this very moment, the wheel will turn on all. The happiness, it will turn to sadness. The sadness will turn to happiness. The anger that you feel over something or the jealousy that you feel over something will go away. It will pass. I the, 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 Listen, it, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but it, 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 have the pyramids not been covered by sand, bro? 
Does that does that make sense? Everything passes. The 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 water. I I don't know how to explain it. Right? I can't be phys- philosophical, dude. I, I'm not a philosophical guy. All I could tell you is however you're feeling at any given moment. Like right now, I'm feeling jacked up, right? I, I get fired up when I'm doing the podcast. My eyes pop. My eyes get dilated. For me, it's like a drug. It's, phew, I'm off the hook. But after the podcast, it's, it, I have a, I always have an after podcast letdown. Like the podcast off, the camera's off, the, the, the lights are down, and the wheel turns. And I, and I shift from jacked up to a little low, right? But I can crank that so that when I get upstairs... I could turn the wheel so that when I get upstairs, I could be there for my family. And even if it's still in there and I'm feeling a little down, right? I try to turn the wheel. Turn the wheel. Happiness will always go to sadness. Sadness will always go to happiness. Love to hate. Hopefully it doesn't go to hate. But your life, if you just think of your moods like a wheel, like literally, the, the, the tide rises, right? The tide goes out. The sun rises. The sun comes down. The moon comes up. The sun comes up. Same thing with your moods, bro. If you can control your moods, because only you can control your moods. We'll move on from that. Just trying to tell you guys that sure as shit, any given day, you're, you, you go through 50 different types of moods. But there's no reason at the end of the day to think that you're not going to get through it. It will pass. Anytime you're having a tough time, just say to yourself, this too will pass. This too will pass. And the same thing about being in love or being happy. Enjoy it while you got it because this too will pass. That's how life is. All right. What's, uh, what's this? Uh, time catches all of us. Uh, surprising everything. ICP. Dude, love ICP. We all gonna die, but I'm not gonna fly. Even though most never try. I'm not gonna let this pass me by. No. I love ICP. Guess who's coming to your beat down? Juggling juggalos, juggling juggalos. Guess who's coming to your beat down? One of my favorite albums from uh, I, I, this guy just said uh, something. He quoted ICP. So one of my favorite al- albums. I love the Great Malenko. I'm sure all ICP fans do. I love Jake and Jack, um, the Jackal Brothers. Uh, I'm an assassin. There's this one song, dude. Won't you be my prom queen? Love that. Super Balls, love Super Balls. Super Balls is in the motherfucking house. Ain't no fit, ain't no bitch too fat. Nah, baby, nah. Ain't no bitch too whack. Nah, baby, nah. Ain't no bitch too ugly for Super Balls. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, brah. I, li- I like ICP. All right. I think that's going to do it. I wanted to get to, um, we'll, we'll save it for tomorrow. Tomorrow, we'll talk about that lady's book uh, that's, uh, uh, let's never talk about it. And we'll talk. Why don't you guys think about this tonight? A little homework, right? What are you going to say to your kids when it's time to talk to them about the birds and the bees? How are you going to bring that up? Do you talk to your kids about sexual things? You know, do you talk to your kids about their preference? Do they like women? Do they like men? Have they figured it out yet? Or do you just not talk about it? I know what my daughter, I'm not going to be talking about it. My son, I'm getting ready, and, and we slowly talk about it. I told him about, QQ, QQ. That's the call for the ladies. QQ, QQ, QQ. So if there's any, uh, no, oh, Jesus, Kaylee will kill us all, bro. That's strictly for Kaylee. 
QQ. Now I got to go clean up. All right, guys, I'm out. I got to go clean up the mess over here that Presley made and get sparkles all over my face and get accused of going to a strip club. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out.